Hi, everyone. Welcome to another episode of Conversations with a Rabbi with Rabbi Scott Hausman Weiss. Today, we're going to talk about what we can do as Jews and as people in the wake of so many tragedies that are happening in our society right now. I, on Friday night, I personally had a very unfortunate incident. I came home from an event with my husband and uh, was sleeping. I woke up at five in the morning and there was an intruder in my home. Um, he was looking for jewelry and thankfully not looking to hurt any of us. Um, and we, were, we consider ourselves very lucky that he left without causing any um, physical harm to any of us. Um, of course, there are more details, but I'll leave it at that. We, we woke up and we were absolutely horrified. And I checked my phone after calling the police only to find out that dozens of people had been shot and killed in a church in San Antonio, yet another shooting in our country. And so much pain was being experienced by so many people, so much more pain than I was experiencing. And I was in so much pain. So I kept thinking, how are we going to, how are we going to deal with this? How can I deal with this? How can we help each other? Um, what can we do, Rabbi Scott? Give us some, give us some guidance here. Oh, Laura, how help. I wish, <laughs> you know, people come to me and, uh, you know, sometimes they're serious and sometimes they're sort of kidding around, but I think they're always serious anyway, which is, uh, Rabbi, you must have, uh, you know, a, a closer link, uh, an inside scoop. Mm-hmm. Um, speed dial. Yeah, right. Yeah. Got on speed dial. Yeah. Um, yeah, I just, I, you know, I wonder, I wonder what, I wonder what God would say if I had God on speed dial. I'm not convinced. Oi. Yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> or, he, or I think God would have his, you know, have his or her head in his hands and just get shrying and gavolting and, you know, oh my God, what are you people doing? Yeah, you know, I mean, I think like that—that's my image, of, right? You know, but but we do have, you know, there we do have some, you know, sacred scriptures that, that you know, that that, that do try to respond, um, you know, to this existential question of, you know, when when bad things happen to, you know, to, to good people. Um, when bad things happen to even de- just decent people or, mm-hmm. you know, medium good people right. or, that don't make any sense. And, um, you know, the book of, um, the book of Job is, a, is an ancient text that was included in the Hebrew Bible. Um, it's not something that we read um, at a particular time of the year. It's not like when we read um, the book of Ruth at Shavuot or, or, um, or Ecclesiastes at Sukkot, it doesn't actually have a uh, liturgical um, appointment, mm-hmm. but it's still part of the, the, the canon of the, of the Hebrew Bible. And it's this um, it's amazing book. I think it's, it's, probably, I think it's about 50 chapters, and uh, it's, not, it's not a short biblical text. Um, but in essence, I think most people know it. Job is the perfect human specimen, right? And we learn at the beginning that Job is wealthy and wise and powerful and strong and successful, etc. And uh, the Satan, the, um, the, the, the uh, conspiring angel, so to speak, um, is sort of, you know, to use a Yiddish phrase, is utzing God. And, mm-hmm. and, and, and God is saying, God is saying, oh, look at my servant Job. Isn't he fabulous? Isn't he wonderful? Isn't he perfect? And, the, and Satan is saying, well, yeah, but I mean, look, you've blessed him with everything he's ever wanted or dreamed of. Of course. But, you know, God says, no, he, even, if, even if he, you know, lost something, he still wouldn't, wouldn't curse me, right? And the Satan says, well, you know, let's, 
let's have at it, you know. Um, give me the ability to, you know, make a few, uh, you know, <laughs> I feel like a mafia guy, make a few arrangements, make a few right. changes in his life, you know. Right. And let's see. And so <clears throat> it's a bet. I mean, they literally bet. And the Satan first, uh, well, the, sun, the Satan causes havoc and tragedy mm-hmm. to hit Job. He loses his family, he loses his um, children, he loses his grandchildren, he loses all, all the possessions, he loses everything, and, and, and yet he won't, he won't curse God. And mm-hmm. um, I mean, at one point in his like, lowest moment, he's, you know, the, the text describes him as sitting on the ground in sackcloth and ashes, and he's, and he's, he's, and he's been, oh, and he's been cursed at this point, now he's been cursed with leprosy, mm-hmm. right? So the, the text describes this disgusting image of him um, Using a piece of pottery to, to sort of scrape skin off of his you know of his body yes, like he's yeah. in that kind of horrific condition and and um, and his wife says to him she says curse God and die already you know and he says um, this famous quote of you know God has given God has taken away blessed be the name of God do I only bless God when He gives me or am I also is it also incumbent upon me to recognize that Blessings come and blessings go, right? So at this point, she throws up her arms and walks away. Mm-hmm. And, and then his friends come. He has these three friends who show up. <clears throat> they've schlepped across the desert. They've heard the rumors of what happened. And they know, they, they have in their mind, and we don't know this yet, but they have in their mind that he must have done something. Mm-hmm. But they come to him and they sit down. And for seven days, they sit with him and they say nothing. Mm-hmm. Which, by the way, is great advice. Mm. You know, when bad stuff happens to people, the first thing we ought to do isn't give them a list of a piece of things of advice. And isn't, here's what we should do and here's what we have to do. It's be present. Make sure someone knows they're not alone. Mm-hmm. But they're not being judged. Right. And they're not being, you know, because that's the, the part of Think the problem. Think about how you feel when people do that. Like exactly. Like, what's wrong and they're immediately giving you suggestions. That's right. usually when I stop right. talking. Exactly. Or it's when they say, you say, well, this is what happened to me. And then, you know, so, and then and, and someone else says, oh, yeah, that happened to me too. Right? Like, like well, right. wait a minute. Who's this about? Yeah. Right? Exactly. So they do it right initially. Right? They sit down. They're with him in silence. And then they start making mistakes. Yep. The moment they open their mouths, and basically they spend the next bunch, bunch, a bunch of chapters, mm-hmm. telling Job, they must have been wrong about him all the time. Mm-hmm. That that clearly, if this bad stuff has hit him, then he, you know, that that he must have been doing something on the side. Yeah, he must have been doing something no one knew. But of course, God knows all. Mm-hmm. And as far as they're concerned, nothing happens. Unless God deems it so, and everything is just, so that the evil get punished and the good get rewarded, mm-hmm. right? That's that's their understanding. In the meantime, Job he never denies that this shouldn't have happened to him. It's almost like he says, like, why not me? That right. you know, this could have hit me, but he denies. He rejects the idea that he did something to deserve it, mm-hmm. right? That there's any kind of just punishment yeah. happening here. You know, he could take the he could take the tragedy, mm-hmm. you know, the, 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 the loss in the, in his life, but not if it's coupled with this is because you deserved it, mm-hmm. right? So ultimately, the I mean, I'm telling you, it's very very quick. It's a very long story. I'm compacting it, but towards the end of the book, after God finally um, 
um, um, agrees and allows Job an audience with God. Mm -hmm. <clears throat> Ultimately, God sort of says, you don't have any idea, you don't have a clue, you don't know who you are, or, you, know, you don't know who I am, right? You, where were you when I was setting the foundations of the universe, kind of, kind of, you know, kind of big macho God stuff, right. right? But then God tells Job at the end, he wants God to build, I mean, he wants Job to build an altar. And that this altar is going to be an altar where Job's going to make an offering, a sacrificial offering, seeking forgiveness. And as the reader, you're thinking, okay, because so, so God's still holding Job responsible. Right. Like Job shouldn't have challenged God. But then at the end end, God explains, this offering is going to be an offering for forgiveness on behalf of your friends. Because who the friends is, were trying to find a solution for him. Because they were insisting that they knew. And that right? they were right. Right? And that their sin was insisting that they know how God operates in the world. Right? Mm -hmm. That they know who should have gotten punished and who should get rewarded. And it's all very clear. And I think the story is ultimately about several things. One is the best kind of, the best thing we can do for people when they have suffered mm -hmm. or they are suffering is to offer our presence to show up show up Listen. and be a non-judgmental presence mm -hmm. right that all i'm doing all my all i'm about is to sit here in the moment with you and kind of if possible mm -hmm. carry a little bit of this heaviness right. for you you know give you know make it a little bit lighter just, I think we want to fix other people's pain mm -hmm. because we don't want to feel our own. Right. right. We want to make it better. Right. And I always say as soon as I'm done fixing myself, I can fix you, mm -hmm. which is never going to happen. Right. So until right. that right. happens, right. I have to sit and listen. Yeah, exactly. So. There's no, there isn't any fixing. Right? Yeah. There just isn't any fixing. It's, 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 you know, and I mean, there's, there are, there are, there are, there are, um, yeah, there's repairs that can be made, right? right. There's, you know, there can right. be like... The pain of... has to, it has to happen. We have to feel it. Yes. We can't make it go away in all the ways that we want it to go away. No. I think if we've like, when I had a baby, having a newborn was so hard. I came up with all these things that helped my daughter sleep better. And when my friends had babies soon after me, I wanted to give them all this advice. But they didn't want that. So when I was having... Um, when I was having a baby, I, um, when I had a newborn baby, um, I, you know, it was so hard and, and I came up with all these ways to get my daughter to sleep through the night and get her to take a bottle and, and all these tricks. And as soon as all my friends had babies, I wanted to give them all this advice because I felt like I'd experienced something really hard. I'd gotten through it and now I want to tell you what to do. But when I was a mom of a newborn, I didn't want any of that advice and they didn't want it either. And um, we may think we know what's right for somebody else or why they're experiencing what they're experiencing, but those are our own truths. The best thing we can do for somebody else is let them have that experience. Right, right, and that's well, that's and that's where that's where good PR comes in, right? Because right. you know you have if you want to share this stuff and it's really something you want to share, you know, you can put it out there generally, yeah. And then people can come, you know, if they know, oh, well, Laura, you know, had great success with, you know, with her getting her getting her daughter to sleep, right? Yeah, they've heard about it, so then they can come to you, right? But right. It's, it's yeah, it's that. I think it's. I think it's so important. I want to repeat what you what you said. That you know that that we want to fix other people, yeah. right? Because we have a sense that if I can fix them, right, then I it's a it's a distraction, yeah, from our own pain, exactly. right? Because there isn't actually any fixing. It's more just. I think it's about 
I think it's about li- learning to live with the, the mishigas mm-hmm. in our life. You know, hopefully we learn from it. Right. Right? But, um, and there's God. There's so many people now mm-hmm. who are suffering. That are living with so much pain. Right. Their loved ones have been killed. Their spouses. Yeah. Their, yeah. I mean, this used to be like a very infrequent occurrence. And now yeah. it's, I mean, we're experiencing these mass yeah. shootings regularly. But, but at the same time, you know, it's also important for us to remember like, okay, so these are big, awful, horrible things. But the equivalent of this number of people who have been dying in these big, big massacres, yeah. you know, have been, the equivalent number of people, of these people have been dying in, in our inner cities. In inner cities, yeah. Yeah, I mean, yeah. for, you know, for, for, for decades. Right, now we're just you seeing know? it so outside it's, of the inner yeah, cities. Yeah, it's almost like, you know, like, let's remember here, the suffering is, right. it's equal, like, it's, it's an equal opportunity thing in, in life. Mm. Um, so maybe, maybe what's, what's, what it comes back to, I think it comes back to that first part of Job. Mm-hmm. You know, like, if we're going to have an impact, positive impact on other people's lives after they have dealt with their own suffering, mm-hmm. maybe it's going to just come from being able to say, I'm human, I'm imperfect, I'm, I'm vulnerable, I'm just as vulnerable as, you know, you, Mrs. Sunday morning worshiper in Sutherland Springs, mm-hmm. right? Or Mr. You know, country western fan in Vegas, or Mr. Argentina person on the reunion who was mowed down in New York City. Mm-hmm. Um, I think the most powerful thing to remember is there is no difference between, between them and us. Amen. There is no difference. Thank you, Rabbi Scott. Thank, Thank you all you, for Lord. joining us today. Um, if you want to hear more of Conversations with a Rabbi, just search for Rabbi Scott Hausman Weiss on iTunes and find us anytime online at schmakalinu.com. We look forward to having you join us again.